Welcome to Worship Culture with your host, Shoa, a podcast where we unravel God's intent for worship beyond a Sunday service. Lean in as we discover our identity as worshipers and shakers of culture. Hey guys, it's your girl, Shoa. Welcome back to Worship Culture Podcast. It is episode eight. Whew deep breath um it's been a journey a a whole a whole journey like corona isn't gone corona be gonna you know (laughs) it hasn't left we give glory to god that you know we're still here um it's been a journey of navigating um being productive and um letting this whole quarantine be a new lifestyle. Um, I'm definitely trying to adapt to this. I think I've gotten like some sort of permanent rhythm, which is kind of problematic because I don't know how I'm going to return to like, you know, regular life. Like, I don't think that's even possible at this point. How am I going to go physically into my workplace? That, that seems foreign to me. And so, yeah, that's my whole rant. I hope you guys are doing really, really well. I'm sorry that I haven't recorded a podcast in what seems like 10 years, but I've been working so hard. I said this on my Instagram, um, not my personal Instagram, on Worship Culture Instagram. If you haven't followed it, I am judging you. <laughs> it is Worship CLTR. Follow, like, subscribe. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, I talked about the uh, project that I have coming up for worship culture. I have some clothing that I'm really excited for you guys to get into. But that's not what this podcast episode is about. You guys can tell from the title, we're going to be talking about instruments, how um, to be prophetic in our ministration, in our worship through instrument. And I have someone awesome here with me, um, Pastor Timmy, who is such a talented and anointed minister of God. Um, he's a pastor here in Ottawa in my local church, and he does so much. Um, he's so creative. He's so anointed, and he he's really, really prophetic when he plays. So I'm excited for you guys to hear him. Welcome, Pastor Timmy, to the Worship Culture Podcast. People can't see us right now, but we both have masks on. <laughs> It's so, did you imagine this would be our lives? Like no. early 2020, no. this wasn't the vision at no, all. 2020 was supposed to be lit. I yeah. mean, it's still lit. It's still like, lit. It wasn't this type of lit. Like, I was it's... thinking of a different type of lit. But, hey, here we are. Hey, here we are. Here yeah, we are. yeah. It's nice to have you on. You know what it is. The next thing we're going to talk about is music, three songs that you're listening to right now. So let's get straight into press play. Okay, so what three songs are you currently listening to right now? I really love like Fragrance to Fire. Right. That song has me like all year, like has me every day, any day, any time. I'm yeah. really loving that. Number two, I'm I'm loving the Promises by Naomi Rain. Obsessed with it. <sighs> Obsessed. Oh my god! Obsessed I recently I recently d- DM'd her like, cause one day, yeah, like one afternoon, I was just like trying to worship and just right. listening to songs, and I came across this song for the first time. Right. And like the presence of God that I felt mm. in my house in the afternoon, I was like, oh my god, who wrote this song? And then I started researching this lady, wow. and just I was like, yo, girl, your your <laughs> song just blessed me this afternoon. I like, right. I really really love how you do it. 
Yeah. And then number three, I'm listening to our very own TLM sound Woo-hoo. now and forever. Out in all stores, everywhere, YouTube, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, wherever. Everywhere. It's everywhere. TLM sound now and forever. So those yes. are the three songs I'm listening to right now. That's awesome. You are one of the most prophetic worshipers. I don't want to say musician because worshiper period that I know. Oh, my God. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm wondering, I'm wondering if um, this was always the vision. Like, how did you start? in like how how did you even start playing the keyboard um i didn't start playing the keyboard Interesting. um the thing is you maybe you don't know but like my first love is actually the congas wow yeah so i like back in the days like everybody who knew me from back in the days yeah. i played congas i was a certified conga player like i had two hands i can't even envision that right <laughs> <laughs> i, I had two hands on that stuff like boop, boop, doo, doo, boop, boop, <laughs> like <laughs> So I was a certified conga player for years at church. Yeah, and then, like, you know, as the church grew, we had, like, a drum set, you know, Mm -hmm. and everybody and their grandmama really wanted to just play the drum set. Every kid wanted to play drums. Everybody was just attracted to drums. But for some reason, I was never attracted to the drum set, Mm. but I still do know how to play it. Mm -hmm. And then I saw that the keyboard was available at the church. Mm -hmm. But before that, when I was, like, four years old, my parents just bought me a toy keyboard mm-hmm. it was white and black it was logical yeah it made sense <laughs> and i just started playing like it made like for me at the time i really didn't understand the gravity of the gift mm. that that i had like for me it just made sense and i just played it so when i grew up and people say oh my god you're so great you so i just really always take i was always taken back to be like mm-hmm. i really don't really understand why people appreciate it more than i do because right. i never learned how to play wow. i just played what yeah you didn't go through any classes? No, I didn't go to music school. You just played? I just played. Till today, I just played. Wow. And I read music, and I play by ear. What? Yes. So it's. I think it's more of a prophetic gift than Yeah, than a, well, a you, I mean, you can you can say that. that yeah. It is. It, it's got to be a gift from God, because it yeah. makes no sense. It's just not natural. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's where I was. And now, fast forward now to today, you know, everything that you see, fine director or whatever, TLC. Can okay. you list all the accolades? You no, know, by no, just Timmy, T-I-M-I. That's my accolade, T-I-M-I. That's all, Timmy. Band director. Oh, um, you know, you have some songs on Spotify. I'm come not going to expose too much more. Come but oh, I'm come not on, off the record, it. eh? Off the record. I'm just going to keep my <laughs> mouth shut. Um, you have so much happening. You're super creative. Um, and this is a, a question I didn't prepare you for, but right. what does worship mean to you? Oh, my God. Worship to me is um, it's a daily lifestyle. Mm. Um, it's uh, it's communion with God, with the Holy Spirit every day, every moment of my life. It's literally walking with God. Mm. And if you know that you're going to walk with God, we all know that we're going to walk by faith. But the yeah. thing is, walking by faith, faith in itself doesn't make sense. Right. So worship in itself shouldn't make sense. And when wow. I walk with God and when you're worshiping, it should not make sense. Wow. That is why David will worship, tear his clothes, and it still doesn't make sense. Wow. But the thing is, I feel like nowadays we've kind of like monetized worship and we like put it in a certain box. We just come mm. in, do our little praise and worship for five, ten minutes. Oh my God. Then you put play the symbols. Oh, <laughs> rev it up, rev it up. And like all of a sudden the spirit walks in. Nah. That's not worship. Worship is a daily lifestyle. Wow. Minute to minute to minute. Like every moment of your life. That is worship wow. to me. So I don't know days off. Yeah. Did you see yourself? Committing to worshiping through your instrument. I, I I I wouldn't say I saw myself committing to it. All I all I know was that um, uh, all I know is that uh, anytime I try to draw back from 
from playing, mm-hmm. I begin to die. Hmm. So I realized that my source of life wow. is playing. So I don't, I don't, I don't play because I'm scheduled to play. I don't play because I, 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 I so have good. to come and play. I, I play because if I don't play, I die. So is it I live hmm. or I die? So that that's how it is. Even before we had this conversation, like before we came here, I was just in my prayer room, just playing. Mm. That's that's what I do. I just play. It doesn't have to be. I just play. Scheduled. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be scheduled. I just play. That's that's my expression. So right. for you can't take away. You can't separate me from my expression. So that mm. that is how I see everything. That's so interesting. Um, and I think about when you show up on Sunday, Sunday mornings. For those who know Timmy, um, he is a different breed. <laughs> you have like. I I almost want to say red eyes on Sunday. Morning. <laughs> red eyes. That's a little bit scary, man. It's not scary, but like oh, you're Jesus so Christ. focused. Oh my god. You could tell you've prepared to the T and oh not just with skill, like with anoint like I I could sense that, you know, the little get together in the morning where we like yeah, pray together yeah. isn't the first time you're doing that. Yeah. So um, it suggests that you have a whole preparation process. Can you That's walk right. us through your preparation process for okay. service? Um just like I said, just for, for every day, you already know that. But for service, usually um, Saturdays are like all day Jesus Christ dedicated wow. to God. My my family knows that. My wife knows that. So on Saturday, just minimize your talk. Just, wow. just you know, don't don't say too much. Don't do too much. Just leave me alone. Kind of like kind of vibe. You yeah, know, good yeah. morning, good morning. But you know, leave me just, alone. <laughs> yeah, but you know, so I'm kind of like prepping myself because I have to, I have to, I have to always understand that somebody's gonna walk through these doors mm. and they may be going through something, they may be depressed, they may, and the anointing is what breaks the yoke. Mm. So I have to get make sure that I'm plugged to the anointing, hundred percent, not ninety nine percent, hundred percent, so wow. that this person can live changed. Wow. And 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 that for me is the ultimate ultimate goal. Yeah. So if one person can be transformed on Sunday morning. That's what me. So I always, I always keep my eye on that one person coming in, maybe sick, maybe depressed, maybe needs healing, maybe whatever they need, and they come into the presence of God to get it. And I am res- kind of like responsible because God is using me to do that. Wow. Yeah. So do you lean towards being more skilled or do you lean towards being anointed? Or is it kind of like a, a marriage of both of them? Yeah, there's nothing better than a marriage. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, the access will say like if the axe axe is dull, then mm. you have to use more strength. Mm. So the the thing is, if if you're very anointed, but on, on the skill side you're kind of like shallow, then mm. you'll have to use more strength. If you're very skillful and on the anointing side you're kind of like shallow, then you're just gonna be making a lot of more, more noise. Yeah. But if you got the skill and then you marry the anointing with it, then yeah. it's easier for the anointing to flow. Yeah, it's just like it's just like communicating. If you don't know enough lingo, you don't you don't mm-hmm. read your dictionary, you don't read books. Then how are you gonna talk? Because right, you're only right. limited by the amount of resources that you have. So your skill is kind of like your resource, and then like your anointing, the anointing upon your life is actually what flows through the skill. Okay, so what would you say? I guess we can break it down into two folds. How would you say someone who is lacking in skill needs to grow? Practice. <laughs> right. Yep. If you're lacking in skill, very Practice. easy. Practice. Right. Skill is the easiest thing that you can get. Right. Right. Skill is the easiest. Skill is the easiest thing that you can get. All you have to do is just practice, hard work, dedication. Right. That's all. Right. But what about anointing? Because that's a little harder. Yeah. So how do you grow in anointing? You you have to pay the price. Hmm. Talk to me about that. You have to pay the price. Um. You have to understand that three things that I that I personally do is like number one, I wait on God. Hmm. 
Number two, we all know about waiting on God. Number two, you have to understand that you can't keep offenses in your heart. Wow. Cannot. If I regard iniquity in my heart, God will know what? Hear me. Wow. So I can't, even though people offend me, they're like, don't get it, don't get it wrong. Yeah. Like, people, people offend will, me. Ab- and yeah. don't forget that, that that verse said that, you know what, offenses, offenses will, will come. come. <laughs> but woe yeah. to through whom those offenses come. So where, yeah. whoever is offending me, God God already said woe to you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but my, my job is like, honestly, I can't. Like, I cannot afford to, to keep offenses in my heart. They will come, but I cannot afford to keep offenses in my heart. The third thing that I do is, I, walk, I, try, I try, by God's grace, to walk in purity and holiness. Mm. That's one topic that, you know, in this generation, we don't really talk about. And, you know, we've used grace to, like, just hmm. sweep everything. And, oh, every, yeah, just go do whatever you can, and grace will cover you. Yeah, because my huh. grace is for weak places. Like, no, nah, no. bro. <laughs> no, no. Walk in purity. Walk in purity, walk in holiness. Because God only flows through, like, pure v- vessels. Right. You know what I mean? So, I mean, how, how, how great are you going to feel if you're drinking contaminated water? Wow. So if you're walking out out there playing, ministering, and your water is contaminated, people are drinking poison. Wow. So you have to pay the price. Like, there's no two ways. Yeah. I have to pay the price. I talked to you earlier about this, actually. I have so many voice notes. Timmy, I have... I would say up to 30, and I'm not exaggerating. (laughs) I'm not exaggerating. I mean, so serious. Up to 30 voice notes. Yo, you hold me like some royalties or something. (laughs) Like, you're dead. (laughs) Your check is coming soon. Yo, yo, write it to Milena Boy. No cap. Like, stop. Get out of here. 30 voice notes? How? I have up to like 30. I promise you it's up to 30 voice notes of you playing in the middle of service. Like basically when the preacher comes up, whom I love so much, shout out to Pastor Ralph. Hey, shout out to the big guy, Dr. Ralph. The bishop, you know, when he's, you know, at the end of his sermon, Timmy's just on the keys playing. To him might seem random, but they're so prophetic. And in those moments, I have my phone out and I'm just singing melodies over it and creating songs in church, in service. How do wow, you? That's awesome. It's First awesome. First of all, shout out to you. That's <laughs> awesome. How do you just create songs in the moment? I just need service? a melody. You that's just a melody. that's just my process. That's I need crazy. a melody, and I can write and keep writing. All so right, talking right, about you, all right, all right. Um, that to me seems like a prophetic thing. How do you um, hear melodies from heaven? How? Okay. Side note. <laughs> I went, I need to talk about this. I went back home one day. I wish, I think I'm going to plug it in here. Hopefully I can find it. And I heard the voices of women singing. What? I I will send it to you. It sounded like, and now I know it's like angels, but it sounded like a choir of yeah, women yeah. singing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, this is not, I. women weren't singing around me. Like the, yeah. the melody on the keys sounded like angels. Right. That is a spiritual thing. How do you tap into? Because yes, you can be anointed. Yes, you can be skilled. Um, but there's another realm of the prophetic where you start hearing melodies from heaven and you start playing it for the right atmosphere. Yeah. What? How? <laughs> how? You gotta be led by the spirit of God. Yeah. Um. Shawa, this are all like this is all this are all spiritual. Spirit, things. spirit, spirit. Yeah. Right. Like you gotta be led by the spirit of God. You know, I can't. The the thing is how. If I tell you how, I can't even describe how. Right. Because the thing is, it just happens. Hmm. 
it just happens. I don't go there with a with a pre-thought plan like, oh my God, like, you know what, right now I'm just going to play like this sort of sound and it's going to be soft. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Like I hear it. And it, and the, 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 the interesting thing is what you're getting is actually like 5% of what I'm hearing. The, wow. The frustrating part is that I hear so much sounds at the same time that if it frustrates me because <laughs> I can't play all of them at the same time. Wow. Yeah. So much sounds at the same time. So the little that I hear, I don't know, 5% that 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 we get here on Earth is, is actually what you hear, but the remaining 95% is still locked up somewhere. Wow. So I, I the, the one thing that I always do is I always prop my ear open and keep my ear to, to, to give attention to whatever the spirit is saying mm. or whatever sound the spirit wants me to play. Because mm. how my experience is that anytime I get up there, there is always a sound. Like, the thing is, you don't have to overthink this. This is not like, see, if God made you a musician, he already equipped you with everything that you need. Like, mm. you don't need to do much. Mm. You just need to open your ears to hear. Right. Like, I don't need to do much to talk to you right, right now. Like, right. I just open my mouth and, and I talk. It comes. Exactly. Yeah. So you open your ears yeah. and you hear the sound. But it comes with you literally, like, day to day, day to day, obeying and mm. obeying. I remember, like... Years ago, years ago, I used to get on a bus. This is side note. Yeah. Yes, now I know that it's a test, but back then it made no sense. Years ago, I would get on a bus and like I'll be at the back of the bus and God, would, I would just hear a voice. I wouldn't say God. I would just hear a voice. Right. Tell me, yeah, get off the bus. Wow. And I'll get off the bus. And I'll hmm. hop on the next bus. But but at the moment, I was like, okay, What's that bro, for? Like, I, just, I just missed my bus. Like, <laughs> I got to go. And then sometimes I get on the bus and they'll be like, yeah, talk, yeah, talk to this lady about this. Yeah. Talk to that guy about this. And I'll just get up, talk to the person. It made no sense. They looked at me weird. But I realized that, you know, God had to test you to see, like, mm. you're obedient in the foolish things. Mm. The things that, that seem so foolish to so you. Like, good. oh, yeah, just move the pen. Oh, yeah. just move the bottle. Oh, yeah, just pick up the paper here. Yeah. Just do this. So when God can see that, I can, I can trust you with small, small instructions. I can mm. trust you with small, small sounds. Then it's gonna to get to a point where I can trust you with more. Because God That's operates right. in principles. That's how it is. That's right. So if you're looking for the big sound, ooh, I wanna hear angels. Yeah. But like in little instructions, move here, do this, don't wear this color, wear yeah. that color. Yeah. And you don't yeah. obey, then you can't, you can't, you can't jump the like you can't I trust get the you. process. I get you. And that's so, so, so powerful. Cause the prophetic is all about obedience it starts with as you said little little things little instructions that god gives you and you obey it doesn't start on sunday no it doesn't it starts no. on a random tuesday as you said yeah and you're wondering like god why am i yeah it's a waste of time what's exactly yeah i remember it's funny this is so unrelated but um um there was a season in my life that god told me not to put anything in my hair like braids wow. nothing and I was so irritated because it's like, yeah. I remember I was traveling um, with um, CRM to the yeah. UK and, you know, you want to flex with new yeah, hair and like on. long weave, on, whatever man. it is. You it's, the look, it's the UK. It's the UK. You want to look good. What's up, fam? <laughs> What's up, UK fam? Um, and God said, no, don't, don't t- just leave it as is. Till date, I don't know what that season was for. Wow. But I know it's, it's obedience. Like, just obey me and... When it's time on stage to say, you know, switch the song to this or right. it's a spontaneous song, whatever it is. That's right. I'm quick to obey because I have That's obeyed right. in the most irrelevant, yeah. irrelevant instruction. That's yeah. powerful. I yeah. love that. Um, I was talking to you earlier about stereotypes about musicians. Um, you know, a lot of 
musicians in the church are typically paid for it. Yeah. And so they start to see worship as gigs. Right. They see it as, you know, I clock in and I clock out. You know, I come in. When the pastor's preaching, I'm out of here. I've seen that so many times in so many churches. What would you say? I don't even want to say what would you say. Like, how do you feel about it, one? And what would you, if you had to write a book about it, how would you debunk that myth? How do I feel about it? Like I, I hear both sides. Yeah. Um, because I do understand what it is to be a musician and feel unappreciated. Yes. But you can always talk about that. I think um, we always lean towards like, you know, musicians you yeah, just go through it and yeah, whatever. Yeah, like like the on the most underrated, yes, unappreciated so group true. of people are the musicians. That I, is so I true. trust me. We get no props. We get That's no so accolades, true. no zero nothing. Yeah. And the, the 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 lead singer gets it's all the props. <laughs> Yeah, so I like I, I understand why like they 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 will take some payment. Yeah, and I, and I also understand why some churches don't pay. Right. So how I feel about it is honestly like if your situation is such that like you need the money to mm-hmm. in order to be able to survive, then do it. Right. And if your if your situation is such that you don't really need the money and you're fine without it, then yeah, just just do that. Yeah. Yeah. What would you suggest? Or I guess this is kind of my last question, but I I want to like ask a question before that. How would you sit? Okay, how would you? Speaking of offenses and um, being underappreciated, how what would you tell a musician right now listening who feels not appreciated, who feels like you know the church isn't really recognizing their skill, their right. anointing, whatever the case is? What would you tell them in this moment? I'll, I'll tell I'll tell them that like listen. Um, to stay in there, on always understand that God is not unjust to forget your labor of love. Mm. God is gonna repay you somehow. Right. And and um always understand that at the end of all this, when all is said and done, or you only want to hear one thing, that good and faithful servant. Yeah. So maybe you get a, a props from the pastor, from the lead singer, from the music pastor, whatever, who, who, who like wherever the accolade is supposed to come from, mm-hmm. maybe you get appreciated or not. Don't don't look for those things. Just right. look for pleasing the master. And once your eyes is on God, then you should be fine. That's awesome. If you had to give one, okay, maybe not one, like one or two um, words of wisdom to any musician listening that's playing in church, thinking of playing in church, Jeez. whatever level, because you are a band director, so you have a lot of experience even in leading other musicians. Right. What would you tell? What do you tell your team, and what would you tell this person? What do I tell my team? Yeah. Um, well, hey, shout out to TLMB, <laughs> one band, one sound. That's what we I'm do. Part of that's, it in, hey, in the spirit. Yeah, you're part <laughs> of it in the spirit. You're welcome. Um, that's what we do. I I I, I preach unity mm. every day, any day, all the time. That's that's my go-to message. Right. Unity, because without unity, we're nothing. Um, and what I would say to any any musician tra- playing right now thinking of playing, I say you have three main obstacles that is gonna, you know, that you're gonna face. Mm. Number one is pride. Mm. Number two is money. Number three is sex. Wow. All these three things is always gonna plague a musician. So you have to have like systems around you that deal with these things. Mm. Pride, you gotta be humble. Money, you cannot play for money. Mm. You shouldn't if you don't have to, don't, don't do, do it, it because listen, money has a way of Messing up everything. Mm. And number three, you are always gonna like every musician deals with sex problems, mm. sexual problems, and this and lust and 
Mm, you have to so watch true. out. You have to watch out for these three things because that's the that's the that's the main weapon. Those are the three main weapons. So if you if you find a way to just debunk these three things, uh, you should be fine. Honestly. Wow. Thank you so much for joining me, even in quarantine. That that means a lot. Hey. To leave your house and, you know, speak to people that are listening to this, it means a lot to me. Finally, I just want you to pray over, um, I didn't tell you this, but, I mean, you, you pray all the time. You are hey. a machine. Hey, he prays on, like a machine, come guys. Come on, Shewa, come on. <laughs> um, I, I just want you to pray over any any musician, anyone who's aspiring to be a musician, just pray over us. Um, however you, you please. All right, my pleasure. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for this moment, this day. Father Lord, I commit every musician, everyone who wants to be a musician, everyone who's working in the music ministry right now. Father, I just lift up your sons and your daughters onto your hands. I ask, oh God, for the prophetic grace to come upon their lives. Mm-hmm. I ask, oh God, that, they, that their ears will be open to the sounds of heaven. I ask, oh God, that their eyes will be open to see the invisible, to hear the inaudible, to touch the untouchable. Amen. I just also pray, oh God, that whatever is plaguing them, whatever the snares of the enemy is concerning every musician, every agenda, every demonic agenda concerning every musician, Father Lord, by the blood of Jesus Christ, we nullify everyone right now Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. And I also lift up this podcast onto your hands, oh Lord. I ask, oh God, that this podcast will touch so many lives around the mm-hmm. world, around the globe, that people who listen to this podcast will receive life into their spirit. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. Amen. I hope this episode was a blessing to you guys. I really want you guys to share with your friends, with any musicians you know, um, whether they're serving in the church or someone you know that needs to hear this, please share it. Also, please write your reviews on Apple Podcasts. Um, You know, the reviews matter. Um, Share it for visibility. Um, Follow Worship Culture, Worship CLTR. We have a lot of things coming up, a lot of exciting things coming up. And yeah. Love you guys so much and see you next time.